play some music. Hey, welcome to another episode of Antwin Peaks. Antwins. Honk, honk. We. (laughs) 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 Tried to do that. Can't really. I don't know if that. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're sounds guys. Yeah, we're sound guys now. Uh. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) <laughs> that hurt that hurts when you do it it takes a it takes a piece of you every time you do it <laughs> it's the sound yeah. of your soul leaving your body yeah every time i do that a little water drop noise mm. yeah a little blue sort of like sprite pops and floats away dissolves. Yeah. sad well rob uh and, that, and and that's who you are and that's who i am yeah i'm i'm rob and you're dan yep um well, this week we're talking about uh Twin Peaks, as we do every week. <laughs> We're talking about chicks and ducks and geese, for one thing, and how, how they better scurry. You you lo- you want a whole soundtrack of just Leland singing his songs. I, I do. I'm sure there, there's there got to be a super cut of Leland singing songs, right? I'm sure there yeah. is. He's so good at it. Yeah, I mean, he he is good at it. He's doing it all the time. Um. No, of course we're talking about last week, kind of a big episode. We found out who killed Laura Palmer. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a big deal. It was kind of a big deal. It was kind of a big deal. Ron Burgundy classic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Remember Ron Burgundy? Uh, (laughs) Remember him? Do you want to finish? Do you want to put a pin in this and... Lay the Ron Burgundy the t- or, or Twin Peaks? Uh, Ron Burgundy set the table. I mean to derail that. Uh, oh, no. I want to talk about Ron. Okay. Let's do it. I think it's insane that I'm kind of a big deal is from a specific movie, and now everyone just says it like it's just like a thing we all know. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, I mean, it is a thing we all know, but it's weird that it it totally became decontextualized. Yeah, that right. That people are just like I'm kind of a big yeah. It's like a it's like a crutch for like uh, people who write funny advertisements. You just say like I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean it's it feels like office humor, not like not the show. The lowercase o. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working in an office humor, like when somebody asks how's it going, and you're like I'm I'm kind of a big deal. (laughs) I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. How are you? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, Dan, living the dream. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Dan, you, uh, uh, you know, we're talking Burgundy here. Let me ask you. Let me put it to you. Sure. Do you think milk was a bad choice? Oh my <laughs> god! Obviously, yeah. It's so funny. Uh, I'm in a glass case of emotion. People thought people really ran with that one. I know because he was in a phone booth. Which we don't even have anymore. No, I mean, there's a whole what movie. Is this, of, phone month. Right? Yeah. <laughs> don't need, don't even get me started. <laughs> I um, certainly not. <laughs> somehow organically in conversation. Oh, that's right. So Paige, uh, wife of the show, Paige, 
Yep. She watched ahead of me on Twin Peaks. We'd been like watching it together, but she was out of town. She was out of town. She was bored. She threw on some Twin Peaks. Yeah. So she's an episode ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that we would be recording this episode uh, today. Yeah. And she was like, do you, this is before I had watched it. And she was like, do you just want me Uh to tell you what happens and you can try to like go by memory, like a game of telephone. I was like, well, that would have been great last month. Once again, something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Classic. <laughs> classic. Uh, wedding singer. Classic. Sick. <laughs> that is the wedding singer. Yeah. <laughs> we're running. We're really running through the list here. Anything from the hangover you want to throw out? Oh, boy. The hangover. All of the. What classic. did I drink last night? Yeah. What? Are there. Cl- Oh, um, I'm oh, sure. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna fucking puke. Ray says that. I don't is, I mean, I feel like Zach Galifianakis is the only one who has like any sort of memorable lines in there, right? Oh, he says like Ray's like wolf pack, right? That's the funny thing is that he calls his friends a wolf pack. He does call his friends a wolf pack. Yeah. He said he says, uh, uh, it's uh, it's a satchel. Indiana Jones had one. Ah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Of course. This is, of course, remembering uh, lines from yeah the history of comedy from oversaturated comedies. Yeah, yeah, and I right what it's so funny before the episode started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were talking in depth about good comedy that we like. We were talking about yeah. Martin Short and Paul Rubens. And as soon as you, as soon as we hit record, Joe, it's just the lowest common denominator. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll, before the show's over, we'll probably do some sort of a Jiminy Glick impression. <laughs> it's it's bound to happen, right? Yeah. We'll probably, you know, uh, we'll get some Glick. We'll get some Catral. All the greats of comedy. All the greats. <laughs> On the subject of Catral, I do want to address something that's come to our attention. Okay. Right. So. Yep. As as longtime listeners know, we play the clip of Kim Cattrall doing beat poetry, or so we thought, while her right. husband and plays you, upright bass. And if you if if you're new to the show, it goes this a, is what that sound yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> you know. And then there's also Well, he all the he dogs and winked at all the she dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. So, we <laughs> listen to that a lot, and for two listen to yeah, it a lot. We, we play it a lot. Um, it's become a bit of an obsession, and we thought this was a, a KC original. It has come to yeah. our attention. <laughs> Yeah. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Tito. Tito. Over over on the Patreon there. Uh yeah. he let us know that in fact she's quoting a poem about a little dog having a fun day. It's called The Little Dog's Day. Yeah. People used to just like be like poetry was like the main source of entertainment for most of human history. You think? Which like okay, <clears throat> you know what? You know who's had it too good for too long? Poets. 
Okay. Get him. Get him. <laughs> I can't hold him back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's too, it, it's too powerful. No, I, uh, I don't know. Poetry is, I like, I like poetry, I think. <laughs> uh, when, um, you know, poetry is one of those things that uh, nobody needs until they need it. Wow. And, uh, well, You're like, I'm having a bad day. What yeah. can pull me through? Uh. The little who's dog's this? day. Yeah, yeah. Who's, this, let me tell. Let me read about this little yeah. dog. And and, and, and so, yeah, Tito described it as a uh, a cute poem, which I think is fair. Did you read the poem? No, I didn't. Well, so she is quoting it, right? And so it's about a dog who was good his whole life, mm-hmm. and when he um, dies, and probably presumably this isn't in the poem, but you know, evacuates his bowels. <laughs> He, uh, at canine Valhalla, he has his wish granted to do whatever he wanted, Mm. uh, with no, nobody telling him down, down boy, down boy. Um, and as the, I guess like the incantation or, or he's just speaking dog Latin, this made up language, but what she says is basically in the poem. It, right uh, half remembered i would say but <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah see that's the thing about this kim cattrall thing she's like uh she's referencing this very specific dog poem and uh she's not like what's your favorite dog poem uh, i mean it's got to be this one yeah the little dog <laughs> the little dog say yeah. yeah from july of 1907 <laughs> um <laughs> uh it says, you know, this is a poem about a dog and his day, and I'm sure in 1907 it probably sent shockwaves through the poetry community. <laughs> you think it was but, like, uh, you think it was like Elvis or whatever? They're like, this is too sexual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This all the kids are like, boy, you know, boys are reciting this to their sweethearts, and then they're yeah. fucking at an unprecedented rate. Um, the, the town never knew such a hullabaloo as a little dog raised till the end of the day. Get the. We can't have this. We can't have kids <laughs> reading this kind of shit. Um, <laughs> They'll be fucking in. <laughs> Tito uh, did conclude his explanation of this, which very helpful. Thank you. Um, but I, I enjoyed this. He said, basically, and you won't enjoy hearing this, but facts are facts. If the words sound queer or funny to your ear, a little bit jumbled and jivey, say Yam Incipieto Cedere Facebo <laughs> in Dog Lightning mm-hmm. quote, and so on. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a Mersey Dotes. It is a Mersey Dotes. <laughs> that's the other thing. You're just like, uh, you know, 115 years ago, or whatever, you just you wrote some stuff down and you know, there was no TV. There was no radio. This was it for people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You like learned a poem to do for your friends. Like when I was in elementary school, I learned all the words to, uh, one week by bare naked ladies. So as fast as I could. Right. Yeah. And all right, I'll do it for us. Chickity China. (laughs) I could, I could, I could still do it. I could still do it. I have nothing to prove here today. (laughs) <laughs> I know I could do it. Um, I summon yeah, I, fish to the dish, although I like the chalet Swiss. <laughs> I like the sushi because never touch a frying pan. Mm. 
Uh, that's all you're getting out of me. I'm done. That's it. Uh, that's it. That's it. All right. All right. All right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bare neck, naked lady, bare naked ladies. Um, okay, it does sound like you're whispering some sort of incantation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's Rob's bleeding out of his nose as I do this. <laughs> uh, so en- uh, enough well, silliness. Yeah. Yeah, can we get real for a second? This is serious stuff here. There's been a murder. Uh, no right? more little dogs. Let's get to the chicks and ducks and geese. <laughs> right. Uh, this week we're talking uh, episode eight of season two. We're talking to episode eight. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking to episode eight. We should our spe- uh, our guest this week is episode eight. <laughs> the episode is the guest every week. Every week. Yeah. Um, feel very fortunate yeah. to be joined by episode eight. Driving with a dead girl. Oh. Um, which, uh, yeah, that's... Basically what happens. That is what happens in this episode. <coughs> uh, so last week, we, like I said, we found out who killed Laura Palmer. It was daddy. It was daddy the whole time. It was Uncle Lee Lee Lee. Yeah, Wheel. Uncle Lily killed Laura, and then he went and did a silly thing, and he killed Maddie as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we what we a treat with, if you're Bob. You're like, I get to kill the same girl twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good day. Uh, That's a good day of work for him. <laughs> yeah, Drew and Maddie arrived. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just like, ah, oh, yes, I get to do Poifix. this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bob gets home from work. His wife, who looks exactly like him, but is wearing an apron, says, how is work today, dear? He says, really good. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember uh, you remember Laura, right? Yeah. From work? <laughs> from work. <laughs> okay, uh, yes. Oh, Maddie's dead. She went uh, back to Missoula, Montana, as it were. Right, uh, the fun, um, the that great Missoula, Montana in the sky. She went back to the farm. Um, <laughs> we have to, we had to drop her off at a farm upstate. Oh God, oh, <laughs> she's happy though. No, no, she. There are a bunch of other uh, Laura lookalikes up there. That <laughs> uh, so the the episode opens with Leland. Um, just uh, putting He's, golf balls in his living room. Um, he is just like really happy with himself. He's like, I've, I've really, I've, I'm getting good at this murder thing. Um, so he, uh, he's doing that. And then uh, there's a knock at the door and it's Donna and James. And they came over to say goodbye to Maddie. But Leland tells them that, oh, you just missed her. I dropped her off at the bus station not 20 minutes ago. And they're like, oh, that's weird. We didn't get to see her. And he's like, yeah, she said uh, you guys were supposed to come over last night. And 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 they're like, how did she seem? And he's like, honestly, a little disappointed. Yeah, he's, oh, this bastard. I know. Not only did he kill Maddie, but he's also like, I'm going to make you kind of feel yeah, bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> just a little sip of human misery. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, that's all well and good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 
Yeah, the the kids, they get on their way, and Leland, you know, straightens his tie in the mirror. We see that Bob is reflected back again. And then he he grabs his uh, golf bag and goes and... uh, uh, goes out and throws it in the trunk. Now, uh, you know, we we know immediately. We He opens up that golf bag, and there's uh, some bloody plastic in there. So poor Maddie's been stuffed in this bag. Always, always an upsetting thing. Not just to see a dead person, but have them stuffed in, like, luggage. Yeah, like kind of, like, broken know? down. Although she's not yeah. broken down, it turns out. I thought she was, like, dismembered. I thought so initially too, but no, she isn't. Um, but I always find that <clears throat> to be like in like a like a horror movie or serial killer or something or other. Like that is, it's almost as disturbing as like the murder itself. Right. Yeah. Well, it really just sort of like drives home the you're dead aspect. Yeah. Right? It's you're, like you're so dead. You're flopping around. Yeah. yeah. You are now just <laughs> bits in a bag. Yeah. Um, you know, Robert Durst, also similar friend situation. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. A friend of the show, of course. <laughs> we honestly should have had him on last week instead of Melissa. <laughs> How funny would that be to get... <laughs> an actual... <laughs> psychotic... We wanted your insight. Now, uh, you know, hypothetically, we just wanted to get your opinion. Uh, how do you think Leland did here? It's <laughs> not a pure from a pure craft sort of technical perspective. Yeah. Um, so Leland's yeah. putting like mad. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's putting mad. Donna, um, Donna, and James have a moment where they. This is just such a testament to how fucking stupid they are. <laughs> they, they see like hundreds of golf balls around the living room, mm-hmm. and they just kind of like point and giggle and leave. There's no yeah. like, no red flags that Leland is acting erratic and and Maddie has disappeared. Yeah. Prematurely, uh, you know. Uh, well, you know what? These kids who have been playing detective uh, this whole time, actually not good at it. Yeah, turns out. And turns out pretty bad. No more well, plans. That's... Yeah. They're they're listening to, uh, yeah. to Sheriff Truman, and uh, no more plans. Mm. All right, guys? None. So Leland, he, uh, he leaves, and... Um, Leveland. Uh, yep, Leveland. Yeah. They should have called he, this uh, the the Leveland show instead of Twin Peaks. Oh, they should have. Holy crap, Lois. <laughs> um and then uh we get uh meanwhile over at the uh, police station, uh, Ben Horn is uh is in in lockup. Um and thank God funny. the prodigal yeah. son is back. <laughs> yep. He, uh, fucking Jerry walks in, uh, just back from Japan. We know this because he has a little Japanese flag in his front pocket. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It was, it was mentioned on a previous episode, but just a good little visual reminder for the listener. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ben 
is like tells him, you know, he's like, you got to get me out of here. And Jerry's like, Jerry is an attorney, uh, is you know, technically. So he's in uh, some. Yeah, he's been disbarred in several states. We'll come to yeah. learn. Yeah, we come to learn that um, he's not very good at it. He's been disbarred in like five or six yeah. states already. Um, <laughs> I the, the, all of this stuff with Ben and Jerry here with like uh, Jerry being like trying to be a lawyer, trying to be a legitimate like lawyer yeah. right now. <laughs> I know so just the funny. yeah, and like the first he's like. I mean, it's obvious he's incompetent just because he's Jerry, right? Right, right. But when he's like, they can't, unless they arrest you, they can't hold you here for more than 24 hours. Or is it 48? (laughs) It's either this number or double this number. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and he says, he tells Ben, he's like, uh, seeing as how your regular, uh, I think he calls him uh, mouthpiece, your regular mouthpiece uh, is also up for murder right now um i'm gonna be taking over your case here and um and you know they start talking and um you know jerry is uh you know he 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 breaks out his pipe with he has like an old like an old like sherlock holmes style pipe but i feel like he's he's deducing yeah he's deducing but i feel like he's he's getting high right here i mean yeah (laughs) <laughs> and uh uh then Jerry is sort of taken with the the bunk beds and then he starts reminiscing with Ben about when they were kids and uh uh Louise Dombrowski uh came into their room and uh, the Damn. lights were off and she she did a little dance in the dark while she was holding a flashlight um, and and it and if you're wondering what that looks like <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily we have some archival footage. Um, goes on for a while. It's very did, funny. Um, did you uh, did you love this part? Dan? Of course, yeah. So <laughs> I I noted last week that on the Twin Peaks wiki, which has a helpful plot summary, I, I refer to when we do these. Mm-hmm. The still image for this episode is Ben and Jerry Horn as boys watching. Uh, yeah. Louise Dombrowski do this flashlight dance. <laughs> um, it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like a frame rate of like 10 frames per second, yeah. right? Yeah. Or yeah. like it's less, like, maybe. <laughs> it's it's slow-mo, but it's it's like choppy slow-mo. And, and there's uh, like, a, you, you know. You don't see the girl. She's just in silhouette. Yep. Uh, um, and she, there's like... I mean, the song that's playing is like generic fifties kind of right. Yeah. Um, it's all very David Lynchy, isn't it? it yeah. Super Lynchy. Um, it's funny. I watching it this time. I was like the, uh, the silhouette of, uh, Louise. I mean, it, she it looks, looks so much like, um, Audrey. Like, Oh, I was, I, I was going to say it looked, well, it does look like Audrey. I was going to say it looked like Tina from uh, Bob's <laughs> Well, if you're not going to take this seriously, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but just the way the like the way she's dancing also is like it's not a you know it's a, like weird dancing. Yeah, yeah. She's weird <laughs> dancing. Um, and they so they bought they 
they sort they reminisce over that. Uh, over at the uh, upstairs at the police station, uh, Lucy uh, has come back from her sisters, and uh, she's brought her sister with her. Yes, uh, her sister Gwen and Gwen's baby. Um, Gwen is played, of course, by hold on Kathleen Wilhoyt. Kathleen Wilhoyt, who we have seen before. Yeah, Gwen. I was trying to place her. Uh, oh yes, we, she is in Roadhouse. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, she's like the first. She's one of the waitresses at the Double Deuce. So she gets. She sees. Uh, um, she goes over to Dalton's uh, barn <laughs> in the morning, and uh, and he gets out of bed and he's naked, and uh, she gets a a shot of his naked buns, and she gets she. She goes, ooh, <laughs> at the idea of Swayze's naked buns. <laughs> Can you blame her? Not enough bun talk, you know? Nobody says buns anymore. It's true. It's all ass and cake and such it's all, crudeness. Yeah, this dump truck this ass <laughs> and whatever. Like, nobody says buns. Nobody's People, going around everyone's eating like, buns. Everyone's Everybody's like, like yeah. I'm eating ass. Everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, I love that big, flat, fucking... Ass. I love when, big flat ass. <laughs> Linda, I love that you're helipad ass. People are saying to me more and more hearing this. Your helipad buns. <laughs> um yeah. Uh so yeah, that's uh and Gwen. We should mention yes. she's annoying. <laughs> she's, she's so annoying. Super fucking annoying. She's the most annoying person. Um, yeah. really Won't stop talking. Won't stop. Like she knows everything and that kind of thing. Really great casting here where like, there's just enough of a, like a like, sister thing. Yeah. Like they look just enough alike and obviously the hair goes a long way here, but, um, the, the vocal intonation, like she's doing such a good job with that and yep. Oh my god, she's just so annoying. My god, the same. It is like the same because Lucy has that tendency too, where she just like kind of keeps talking. Yeah, but yeah, but Lucy's like usually just reciting facts, whereas Gwen is giving her annoying opinion. Yes. Um, they walk in and Hawk comes out and he says hi to them, and uh, and uh, uh, Gwen is like, oh, I. Lucy's told me all about you. Uh, you're the uh, the native person, right? Uh, what is it, eagle eye or something like that? And he's like hawk, and, <laughs> and and she's like, oh man, you must hate all of us white people for what we did to your your people. And he's like, oh, it's it's okay. Some of my best friends are white. <laughs> <laughs> unreal, completely unreal. Who's I yeah. I do love as like a signifier of like an annoying person on this show. Yeah. Um basically everyone everyone who knows Lucy, everyone Lucy brings into the station socially uh says some some weird racial shit to Hawk and that's like your way <laughs> as an audience member to know that they suck. Yes. Yeah. There's <laughs> got to be a better way <laughs> to let me know they suck. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so uh, over at the Great Northern, we have uh, uh, Cooper and Truman. Um, Cooper uh, is talking into his little uh, microphone 
Uh, Diane, it's 10 a.m. at the Great Northern. Uh, I've just been in a hotel room with a one-armed man. Or what's left of him. Uh, another time, another culture, he may have been a seer, a shaman priest. In our world, he's a shoe salesman. And <laughs> living among the shadows. <laughs> F- FBI agent. Yeah. <laughs> Talking very, like that. Very funny stuff. Uh, Leland is doing a little dance and song and dance number in the lobby uh, for the staff and guests. Um, <laughs> the little round of applause he gets is so funny. Yeah. Right. Because like ridiculous. It, it, well, every time up till now, it's been like it's made people very uncomfortable. Yes. And he's <laughs> he's kind of winning them over. Yeah. He's he's become a song and dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy Dotes um, was just a warm up. He uh uh the uh the boys they go over to talk to him and uh they tell him that they've arrested Ben Horn uh for the the murder of Laura. And he's like, "Oh, I thought wait, I thought Jacques did it." And they're like, and "As it turns out that he didn't do it and it was probably Ben." And then Leland gets upset and he, oh, oh god. Is and he starts asking some questions about it or whatever, and uh, then he he walks off like upset. He's like crying, and then he's like just in the other room, and you you can hear him crying. And then there's a close up of his face, and the tears turn to laughter. Ah. <laughs> a lot of crazy face stuff happening here. Also, like yes. he does something with his breath. Does he? Yeah, it's like he. D- I was I was impressed just like being able to do it on command. It was it was just like this short like stifled kind of like it was like somewhere between crying and laughing, just yes. like kind of like sucking wind, you know. But yeah. Um, oh no, then, I have to call. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> <sighs> that's a <laughs> daintiest. That's more like it. Oh, oh yeah. Um. No, and then so Cooper. Here's the crying, and he he decide he's like, let me go look over here, and he go walks into the other room and sees Leland. Leland has his back turned to him, and he hears him, and then he says he says something to Leland about like, uh, you know, the, are you okay or whatever, and he he sort of like straightens up. He's like, oh oh yeah yes yes, and I nothing, like nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> then Cooper walks away, and he kind of like has like a look of disgust on it. He's like, Ugh, that fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. He's not, I don't know. He's, uh, Cooper's like, Cooper knows something. Oh, I meant Leland, I mean, Leland has is, that look, but, Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. But, but Cooper also, right. It's like the, he goes over there. Cause he's like, something's not right with this guy. Something's not right with this guy. Um, back at the station there, um, uh, they're in the interrogation room with uh, the Horn brothers. Uh, Dr. Hayward's there. He takes a blood sample for DNA purposes. And uh, they start asking a bunch of questions. <laughs> uh, Jerry is doing a bad job at being his attorney. <laughs> um, there's uh Yeah, he says, yeah, um, after, after the interrogation goes very poorly, um, Jerry says, can I have a moment alone with my client, please? So everyone leaves and he goes, he says, like, Ben, I'm, te- you know, given this whole spiel, he's like, the case against you is strong. I'm telling you, 
as your friend and your brother, you need a better lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's very funny. I, the, so they, uh, uh, yeah, Cooper grabs the secret diary and shows it to Ben. And I love this part. He he shows it to Ben. He's like, "Do you know what this is?" And Jerry whispers in his ear, a and book. then Ben says, "A book." <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they those two together, man. I swear. I uh, know. Very funny stuff. Um, yeah. So Jerry d- tells Ben that yeah, uh, he should he should get a better attorney. Um, over at Shelley's house, um, fucking, uh, stupid Bobby is coming up with a dumb plan (laughs) where he has, so the tape from last week, right. That he found in Leo's boot. New shoes. Um, new shoes. Um, do I have that? I think you do. New shoes. There he is. (laughs) New shoes. Um, he he listens to the tape and it's a tape of Ben Horn and uh and Leo coming up with a plan to burn down the mill and whatever. So Bobby knows that he's got evidence. He's he's got you know, he's got some blackmail material for Ben Horn. So he he writes a note and he's gonna send it to Ben and he's gonna try and blackmail Ben Horn into giving him something. We're not sure what yet. Yes. We're not sure. Melissa um, kind of spoiled it. She did spoil yeah. him uh, last week. She, uh, we could. I mean, it's yeah. not like a huge plot point, but he just he blackmail blackmails his way into getting a job. a normal job, <laughs> a normal job that he gets paid an hourly wage for. <laughs> um, so. He's got grand ambitions here, though, where he's like, uh, uh, he tells Shelly that he's gonna get a job, and she's like, oh, like this or the other thing and he's like i'm thinking the executive suite and she's just like oh bobby that's terrific yeah (laughs) just like oh you're gonna be Uh, a corporate executive you yeah you 17 year old yeah yeah you child that's awesome i thought we were gonna be destitute but you're gonna be a ceo you're non high school graduated ass (laughs) (laughs) like um also, Leo is like throwing food. So when Shelly walks in, she's like covered in like food yeah. and stuff. Um, which then like Bobby starts like sort of licking off of her. Um, <sighs> you know, trying to be sexy, but also disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep the spark alive after you have a kid? Right. Yeah. That's the. Well, that's that's what we're trying to get at here. Mm. You know, you gotta you gotta make time for your relationship. You know. It's so it's so funny the way like they, you know, obviously this is both a both a soap opera and a subversion of soap opera tropes. But like the way What happened to your voice there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the thing of having Leo like putting a character in a, a waking coma yeah. And then also having that kind of double as like a character had a baby and the baby's yes. her husband. It's it's so good. Right. And really he's good. like, it's really, he's it's a great idea. He's kind of yeah. like aging rapidly. Right. Where it's like he starts yeah. out, he like he can't do anything himself. Now he's throwing he's said his first word. He's throwing his food. <laughs> baby Leo. Baby Leo. Baby Leo. Um, 
All right, let's take a quick break. Oh, yeah. And uh, guys, if you want to continue listening, you could uh, sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash kingmepod. That will get you the rest of the Tuesday episodes. And then uh, every other Friday, you get a new bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Check that out. And And, uh, you also get me after I've had a, a big sip of water. Yeah, that's you get a hydrated Danny. Mm-hmm. That's right, <laughs> plump, firm skin. <laughs> Gross. All, All right, right. we'll be I'll, right back. My plump ass will see you on the other side. 